Yo, yeah. what's good, yo? We yeah. back with season um, two. Yeah, we about to get go. real New York on. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, it's follow, subscribe. Yeah. Y'all, we finna be it's live. It's kidding, yeah, we back again. To tell your friends, to tell your ratchet ass friends. Thought we was gone, but nah, I know we in. That you got rid of us, but no, no, you can't. Yeah, uh, Yo, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome, got something better. Yo, uh, yo, Tim Man, what's the jump right now? Hey, all right. Oh, <laughs> all right, so we back, we back, wow. we back, we back. Wow. All I have to say, we back, bitches. Um, what y'all thought? We was gone? Like, are you dumb? Like, what, what happened? Are you Are you dumb? <laughs> nah, but for real, we really missed y'all tremendously, hugely, and um, <laughs> bigly, if you will. <laughs> bigly. <laughs> and we hope y'all feel the same. Um, we've been, you know, all up to new things, all of us. All right, let me just stand up real quick for the YouTube channel. Let me... Uh, 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 wow. Uh, okay. Somebody come looking at shit. Right. Somebody come looking at shit. Yup. We have a little pontificating baby. I'm about 20 weeks pregnant, y'all. Trying to figure my life out. You know. Thank you. Um. Uh. You guys can you know catch up with whatever you've been up to as well. I'm sure our listeners would love to hear that. But uh, real talk, uh, this season, though, we've made some changes, added outlines, more structure, more content, more facts, you know what I'm saying? So we could... not lying no more. We ain't lying and just, just random no more. We just, you know what I'm saying? We, we need to come with some factual shit um, and just altogether more cohesive with the segments and, and all that. Um. We hope you enjoy. And if you don't, again, as usual, nothing changed. That part ain't changed. Just let us know. Um, positive, negative feedbacks. We always want to hear that. Um, yeah, we back, bitches. That's season deuce. <laughs> that was the most New York um, street like intro welcome hey. back I have ever heard. I'm trying to. Um, what have y'all been up to? Like, what has been going on in y'all lives since our little breaky break? What What's going on? Who want to share something? All right, well, I'll start. <laughs> Your girl got a promotion. <laughs> you know, got, got yes. a little, I'm still in the same tax bracket, but I'm getting, I'm getting, you know, there's levels, there's levels. We're making, we're making progress. Um, this summer was eventful. Uh, I feel mm. like all of like, Anything that was put on pause during COVID, even though we're still in COVID, it's just like everybody just hit the ground running. It was like, nah, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this. So I didn't really get to do much, but as far as like for myself, um, but I was there for my friends, supporting family, doing all these things. So it was great. Went to the most weddings that I've ever gone to in my life um, and had a great time. Um, and yeah, I just... I think I became, you know, um, I'm, I'm now in my grounding, you know, I'm, I'm nesting in my hibernation time now, you know, matching the weather because uh, it was amazing. 
I was out in these streets for, for a few months and it's taking a toll on your girl. So, but, <laughs> you know, it was nice to see everybody and now I'm just going to go back into hiding, you know, <laughs> it's fine. Balance. It's, it's all about have it. Right. <laughs> um, this was my first summer working in two years because of the pandemic and I hated it. So I actually don't have many updates for you guys. Um, I did spiral into madness several times, like on a three week rotating basis, but I came back each time. I'm currently back out. I just left one. Um, but I did fully commit to changing careers. Not sorry, not careers, changing employments because I hate my job and I need more money. I need more everything. Um, so I am committed to doing that now. I'm taking like a no a Google course to like become a project manager because apparently there's money there and there's like, you mm-hmm. know, work from home opportunities, which I need to never leave my home ever again. Um, that's it. I did some traveling. I had a good birthday. Um, but yeah, that was my summer. My summer was just like, I guess, getting readjusted to working. So anyone else who didn't work for the, didn't work during the pandemic, like it was a huge shift to like. I spent 2020 at the beach almost every week. Ooh. Slight flex. Had no job, had nowhere to be. It was wonderful. <laughs> and then 2021, um, I also wasn't working and I was, it was less time at the beach, but also it was just out. So this was the first summer when I was just like, oh, I guess I'll call out today and go see the go to the beach and stuff like that. Um, so it was a it was a huge adjustment to get back into the workforce, and it just solidified the fact that I don't want to be in the workforce anymore in this capacity. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't any it wasn't an epiphany. It was just like a what's the word like a confirmation mm-hmm. that the nine to five hustle is just not for me. And I'm not knocking those who it's for, mm-hmm. but like for me, it is just not what I'm meant to be here for. Mm-hmm. And so having a summer of working again and it was like, okay, bitch, you need to get on your grind and uh, focus on entertainment, which is the obvious, that's the huge goal. And in the meantime, focus on making more money because unfortunately we live in a capitalist society and I need monies. So I've been having a, I've been having a, a mental journey this summer. That was, that was my, my time off. Hi, how was yours? Um, Kind of similar to yours. I think my summer, I did didn't realize that we took off for the summer. I forgot the summer happened, honestly. Um, but it's been a, a a time of redefining things and illuminating some certain things, um, which has been challenging. Um, it's been very challenging for me this summer, but also I feel like I'm in a place that um that's giving me the best options for myself. Like I I'm. I have enough information to make decisions for myself. And for a long time, I, I, I wasn't making any decisions. And this summer, just um, redefining what it is to be like a good person, mm. um, trying to redefine what it means to me to be a laborer. Is that part of my purpose? Um, so much I've equated like, good work or hard work with like being a good person and kind of some of these walls have been like crumbling down because I'm like no to be a good worker is just to make somebody else rich and to be a good laborer and I'm more than just a laborer um and that really it rocked my world (laughs) it rocked my world a little bit and um but I think it also allowed me space to see other things and so like there's so many possibilities opening um 
I say possibilities, but on some real shit, it feels like um, looking into a void. But like, I get to create <laughs> it, right? I get to put things in my void and that's mm-hmm. just where I'm at right now. That's just where I'm at. That was dark. Indeed. No, that was, like, that's, no, like, that was that's like real realization. Yeah. It's real just, life. Yeah, it, it really is. And I'm just like, me seeing how I move and like think and process. I'm also seeing how people show up in my life. And I'm just like seeing that differently. That's very tricky. Mm-hmm. That is very tricky. Um, yeah, but I think I'm a, a super compassionate person. So I've been giving people um, grace. Mm. with there shouldn't be any but like what is shouldn't you know what's shouldn't I think I think we can be a more compassionate people so yeah that's that's that there's always room for it not everyone deserves it but you know who am I right you know and that's the that's that's the trickster part right right? Mm. but there's room for it just just to go back to a previous episode if you guys check out episodes i think it's also about just like boundaries right so i can give you grace and forgiveness i can let go any ill will towards you but that does not mean i need to be in your immediate vicinity Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right i I think that's a big part of like us forgiving people is like i can forgive you and i hope the best for you also, update me via Facebook because I don't ever talk to you ever again. Not Facebook. No, that means you're never you're never gonna be updated because you're never on it. No, but also I'm like, do we? I'm also in a place like, do we need to have updates of people that are no longer in our lives? Like, no, it's not no, that I wish no. you ill will, but it's like, why do I need to know what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like you it's don't. really a shift of focus and like, and we will touch about on this later with our like finding your significance and living intentionally. It's just like. Do I really need to know what you're doing? No, like, that's a I low know? vibration. It's- no, that's very low. <laughs> it, it doesn't. Is that a, I don't think it's a low, but I'm just like, it's I not, think I think it's high vibration. vibration. <sighs> yeah. No, no, it's a low vibration to need to know what they're doing and they're not even significant in your yeah. life. That's very low. Like that's, yes. no. Yes. I, I don't think it's low vibration. Okay, you give in, you give in toxic Dixie plate right now. Mm. <laughs> and I think that, I think that when people say, I don't care, there's such like a negative connotation with, I don't care when it doesn't have to be that. It's just literally like, I don't care. I don't care anymore. Yeah. Know what is going on in your life. It's not because I don't like you. It's just because it has, it has no effect on me. So I don't care. And fine to no longer care about certain things. Like, yeah, you're right. Right. And touching on that, I hate when people say, oh, well, if you're saying that you don't care, it means that you do immensely. And that's not true. Like, right. that is, I literally do not It's not, care. Opposite, it's not opposite day every day. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, I really don't care. But there though, are like, people who do say like, because uh, I get the effect, right? Because like, mm-hmm. in acting school, a lot of, and I will refer to acting school a lot because it broke me. Um, but <laughs> my teacher will always say like, oh, you say that you don't care, but that means that you do care. There are some times where I'm like, I don't care because I'm trying to like, I'm overwhelmed and it's, it's too much for me to like really articulate. So I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't care right now to go into this thing. And I really don't care to do it because I don't know what I'm saying. But if I truly tell you that I don't care, Mm -hmm. I don't give a flying fuck about what's going on. I mean, I hope you and your people are well. I wish y'all well. You're better than me. 
but yeah. I don't give a fuck. I don't give you a fuck about you or your name. I'm sorry. I'm not actually. I'm not sorry. Like, cause you don't give a fuck about me either. No, we go to, like, I don't care. I don't care. That's but, fine. For yeah. me, it's you or your people. Right. I'm sorry. Right. And I feel like no, nigga. <laughs> you wishing the people bad too? No, I don't care. Sometimes. Oh, okay. I don't, if you, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't really care about. I, I just, I just don't care. Once it stops with you uh, yeah I guess I'm going from the if I if I cut off you know what I'm saying like I guess that's different than just somebody like cutting right I'm I'm talking about like no I know that's each other or just like whatever we're not in each other's lives anymore I forget I think I went that way I went I went went, I went all the way yeah you went machete yeah yeah Yeah. I think oh. I think when we say we don't care about something that is affecting us, right? I think the full sentence is like, I don't have it in me to care at this moment. Mm-hmm. But who says all that, right? But that's what it is like, trust me. Oh, I do care because it's making me crazy. But all I have to give, I can't put that. I can't. Mm. Because if I think about that, the stuff I have to deal with that's present will mm. not get done. Yeah, right. So right now, I don't care. Right. It's like, right. I'm in an illusion. I'm going to get back to it when I can. Mm-hmm. right but I feel like in the moment of like in the moment of in those situations well I don't care is all I have to say right now because if I if I truly open up about my feelings it's a whole it's a whole therapy session that is yeah no I I totally under yeah because it's just like I don't have and that's the other thing about like us being into like and what you're explaining is like I have to survive like it's survival mode right it's like I have to survive I don't have the luxury to like dip into these feelings just yet. I do care, but I don't care right now. Correct. But if I tell you, I don't care about what you doing on the 27th of motherfucking October, babe, keep it to yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that's my, my, my update. Thank you tribe for, uh, yeah. Yeah. So big things going on in the pontificating world. All right, y'all. So, like I said, we came back with brand new segments, outlines. Let's just jump into one of our brand's picking new segments. And it's called Yo, Eric, you wallin'. Hey, yo, what the? Who's Eric? Y'all mayor. Y'all mayor. What the hell? Who, Eric? The Eric. James St. Patrick? The Eric. <laughs> hey, nah, the Eric Adams. I mean, yeah, mm. always my OB said that I can't get worked up, so I'm gonna just <laughs> throw it to one of y'all. <laughs> All right, so let me say why Eric is wilding now because they just released well, it's in June, they released the New York City rent hike. So, you know, because mm-hmm. of the pandemic, it was like we had like a two year freeze ish, freeze ish. So, the new rent hike is three percent, maximum three percent. Sorry, 3.25% for one-year leases and a maximum of 5% for two-year leases. Now, um, the, the 10 or so people who decided on this situation, did they poll the, 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 the actual renters? Because I can almost guarantee no. they all own homes. Or they're making a good amount of money where a 3% hike is not going to affect them. But people like myself, who I work for the city, I'm not getting a raise until, I'm sorry, the contract that may or may not have been signed, I don't know, says that we're getting no raise for the first two years. We're getting a 1% raise in one year, sorry, in the third year. 
So <laughs> if it starts Wild. this year in 2025, I'll get a 1% raise. However, mm-hmm. my rent just went up 5%. So I'm just not sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. I told you guys. Math that, ain't mathing. I'm not good at math. I'm not. It's, it's, it's a weak spot. But based on what I know, because I did pass the math B, I can't afford to live here anymore. <laughs> you can't afford what? Live here. To live here. I thought you said liquor. I said, whoa. Well, that, you know like, what? Mm. That too. Because guess what? It's now, at this point, it's rent or liquor. <laughs> And the way this is making my depression flare up, <laughs> I'm going to have to choose the liquor. <laughs> right. And I just feel like, you know, my thing about Eric Adams is that he sucks. That's number one. But two is that I hate that he's like our black mayor. And it was like, ah, oh, the black guy, the black guy, the black guy. He fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. He's out here hanging out with fucking French Montana. First of all, where did he get Montana at? Tricky. That's just, that's just wild in itself. <laughs> Like dining with Rudy Giuliani. Just what are you doing, Eric? What are you doing? No one can afford this rent hike. My brother, who makes way more than me, even he was like five percent. This and the hike to him is Lily Pittens. It's like it's nothing. He spends this, you know, on a good day. But even he was like, "That's a big jump," and I'm like, "Yeah, it is a big jump." And it's just not. It's as 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 like. Do you not do you not watch the news? Are you not aware that everything has gone up? Is he in the club, girl? He, he in the club? He's no. He in the club. This is crazy. Like, who can afford these things? And it's also like, it's also what I do for a living. Like, I, I handle people's rent for a living. And the rent people are paying, and I just, I service the Bronx. People are paying like $2,000 for studios in the Bronx. That's wild. So, yeah. So I can't imagine someone having to pay, I can't do math. But I don't know what 5% of $2,000 is. Um, <laughs> Someone um, me. 5% of 2000 is... You lost me. Damn. It's too you much money. That's what the answer is. Okay? So it's just it's like... Hold on. It's $100. That's a big increase in your rent. So they have to pay $2,100 instead of $2,000. That's a lot. If right? That's a lot if you have not gotten a raise at your job. That's a lot with the fact that food has gone up. I think, I think food's up like 110%, something crazy like that. And it's basic things like eggs, chicken, milk. So like the staples of food have gone up. Because why the fuck <laughs> is a carton of eggs at Trader Joe's? I'm sorry to interject. But why the fuck is a carton of eggs at Trader Joe's $4.39 for a large brown cage? Mm-hmm. The cage is cage. It's not even cage free. It's in the cage. It's in the cage. That's the chicken right. that eat other chicken doo-doo. Mm-hmm. That, that that now costs for something, right? How is the how are we going to have a rent hike like this? Unemployment mm-hmm. rates are still high. People are we're still in the quiet resignation or the great resignation. Like shit is bad. Why would they approve a rent hike, especially in New York? Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't like to equate. I mean, no, I do like to equate things, but it's like this is not me um, giving an excuse for the raise in violence because the violence is. <laughs> I'm guys I'm scared that's it <laughs> I'm scared but we have to look at like if everything has gone up people need money robbing stealing killing these are things that come with stress these things that come with poverty and it's like and also as people I feel like hood people put back like a better word we've been impoverished for a long time right mm-hmm. like people in the hood oh, I was about to say no no people why am I in it no no people in the hood right like we've, we've been, we've been, we're, we're now accustomed, right. To living impoverished lives. 
like it's it's kind of our status quo. Like we don't have money, we're struggling, right? It's our story of survival, right? Um, where but now you have people who are not used to struggling, who are struggling. Right. And that's gonna lead to a lot more suicides, murders, um, um stealings, because now it's like like I don't have I don't have the 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 survival skills to be struggling. I never had to. Mm. Now, now what do I do? How do oh. I how do I at this I'm age? Struggle on my life. No, that's what I'm saying. So some people haven't. Like the 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 Bed Bath and Beyond guy who killed himself. That nigga's rent was thirty thousand. Again, that nigga's rent. I'm sorry. Is rent rent is black rent, rent white? No, 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 no. Right. white guy. You said bed, 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 beyond. Yeah, he jumped off the building. himself. Jumped off yeah. the building. He jumped off the building. He jumped off a building with his wife and children <laughs> in the next room. Oh, I thought yeah. you said. First of all, you got to speak faster because I said with his wife and children. <laughs> 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 right. No, he left them to struggle on their own. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, oh, I mean, no, it's for the insurance money. They, they're going to be. You won't know. It's, it's suicide. It's suicide. Literally, you can't get most, that. Most insurance companies have a no suicide mm-hmm. well, It's not that. Yeah, he just right, couldn't handle men love to kill themselves after a while. Right. So, I mean, though he is a, age, sorry. He's an extreme example of the situation, right? But people who are not used to struggling, they don't have the coping skills to start struggling out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So now we are in a place, right. and we're in New York City, where we have people who are doing pretty well, who are now finding themselves in a place of struggle, and not because of the rent hike, because of the state of the nation. And then on top of that, it's like, also, your rent is going to go up. Like, okay, someone do that math. What was 5% of, of 30,000? <laughs> what was that rent hike going to be like? <laughs> Um, 5% of, you said 30,000? Yeah, that was his rent. Um, it went up $1,500. See? You know I mean? Yes. Yeah, 1500. No, right. yeah, so, Eric, can you stop, please? Can you? Right, because if a white man killing himself <laughs> over $1,500 on a $30,000 a month fucking, I'm sorry, apartment? No, he was doing some fraud shit too. But I'm just you, talking you about like, I, yeah. well, that was, okay, then we can't bring him up. That's guilt. You can't, no, no, no. Right. That's, that's, about, like, no, no, that's he was, not why he killed himself. No, it wasn't because of rent. It was because he was doing some. He was getting in, probably indicted. But I'm talking about, yeah, I did. And Bad Bath and Beyond is going under. So yeah. it's going yeah. under. Well, so he guys, did some fraud shit. With the and stock. Get the mother, let me tell you something about Bad Bath and Beyond, right? They racist, but they have the most high quality quilting and bedding for mm-hmm. very cheap. Mm-hmm. Go run it up. Run it up. Okay, yeah. I didn't even know that. I walk in and I see the the cookware for like four hundred dollars. I just walk out. I just went in. Bed Bath and Beyond. Yes, well, yes. you don't know how to bargain deal. Mm-hmm. Understand? You gotta search the no, I just no. I needed a pot real quick. I'm like, all right, let me just run it. I'm like, what? What am I thinking? Quick. You go to Marshalls or TJ Maxx, right? Or, or understand it, but it wasn't even around at that real quick. Time. A Home Goods. She said, it let was me go to Home Goods. No, <laughs> I just ran in there, man, quick, and I'm like, well, you know, he killed himself and everything. You can so tell we're not in we're not in the same tax bracket. It might be word. <laughs> that's a whole. That's the difference between a a homeowner and a renter. <laughs> she said, I ran into Bed Bath and Beyond I, right quick. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, let me run to the Target. Yeah. <laughs> right. oh, I don't know, but the, even the, the, the Target Sonoma. didn't have it. No, no, I had to go so far for that. So I was, I walked in the front and I walked right back the fuck out because I'm like, on this pot for what? Two hundred dollars <laughs> for a front pan? I'm okay. Was it Cafalon? Clearly. I'm sorry. The Cafalon. 
Was it? It was not. <laughs> it <That's> was not. <laughs> so no. But yeah, your man's Eric is wilding, and how you fix all of that is you know stop it first. Bring that shit. Oh my! He, that's you said. Bring it back. That's, no, that's that's his fix. That ain't my fix. Oh, that's I thought you said bring it back, and I was about to say I will punch you in your upper stomach. No, 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 no. That's it. No, that's his fix. That's oh, well, listen. You understand? That, that was his. That was his fix. He got it. He got to get the drugs off the street somehow so he could sell it. Well, that too. This is true. All right. That's so it. let me tell y'all how another. You know, this is also finance related. How Eric is walling because that man. So not only has rent gone up, um, but also my man's cut three hundred million dollars. From our schools, from our public schools, that majority of them have don't have proper HVAC systems. Majority of them no longer have after school programs for these kids. And then you'd be wondering why they'd be out here while and kicking over your garbage cans and shit, doing all types of nonsense because you don't have any programs for them. Stay home. And I mean, to stay in school. But, you know, like, let me just encompass this real quick what that $300 million mean. It was only amassed to certain schools that were underperforming, right? So 1,200 schools around New York City getting cut. It depends how underperforming they are, how much will be cut. You know, it's like, you know, it's like that whole reverse racism concept. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. It's not going to help sorry. Make it better. So the schools that are doing bad are going to get the least amount of funding. Right. Got yes. it. Yes, this yes, yes, yes. Like yes, Abbott yes. Elementary type shit. I don't know if y'all watch, but yes, it's just like yes, my, yes. my cousin is a, a school teacher, but it's like they are underperforming because they don't have the resources to perform mm-hmm. in the way that they want because they are relying on the money from mm-hmm. the city. Mm-hmm. There was a, I think it was the most recent episode. Well, not this week's, but um, it might have been the week before the episode where they got that uh, wrong delivery of textbooks and they were just like, oh, it's only two years old. What? <laughs> that is not, that's not a standard that we should be, you know, like living up to. Like, it's just not, what are you doing for our children? And he'd be the main one talking about, we got to invest in our youth and all these things like that. $300 million cut from our DOE system to start. To start, that is only this year. That is not nothing that's going to span over the next, you know, throughout his uh, mayorship, mayorship? Yeah, mayoral. Mayoral. Mayoral, yeah. Whatever. It's some, it's he doesn't thousand. deserve it. But it, it, it is ridiculous because <laughs> you cut $300 million only to increase police funding to $5.53 billion. That is up from... Last year, remember when uh, de Blasio fake fake cut funding? Remember that? When he fake cut funding? Last year, it was $5.44 billion. This year, it has gone up to $5.53, but they're expected to spend over that $5.8 billion. For what? On what? (laughs) Why? For what? Listen, for why? Right, for why? Because there will be the people in my family, tricky, who would say, well, who the fuck else is going to secure? Like, if something happens to you, you call the police. Like, right? Like, so it's <laughs> the people that are listening, I am, I am really trying to make, I'm, I'm really trying to make the math math. And as you guys have learned, I'm very good at math. I just, 
and, and I understand, I, I, I can't, I don't understand fully, but I can intellectualize the concept, right, of people who want a policing system because they want to feel some safe, like some sense of security and everybody does not tricky live in this in a, in a way that they feel like they have been oppressed by the police they feel like they have um the police have actually helped them they feel it on an individualistic um circumstance i have family members who work for the pd tricky and they have tricky fucking politic ideals that i do not share um so i can understand they're like oh well we need to feel safe there's so much crime now so the the police, they do need the funding, right? They're like, they need the funding to help us because New York feels, New York feels to me like the New York of like when I was a kid watching a Charles Bronson movie. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, and we shouldn't have watched a Charles Bronson, but it, it's given like mattresses on the floor, women getting raped, people being beat up on the train, people getting stabbed. It, feel, it feels like that, right? So they're like, well, what is the other, what's the alternative, right? the police need the money to to help us be safe in the world just like it's selective with this 300 million dollar cut it is also selective with who is getting a portion of this 5.53 5.53 billion dollars what do you mean every police station is not allocated evenly it's not it's not that's not how it works it's not allocated evenly if you are underperforming at your said police station if your officers are not meeting arrest quotas ticket quotas all that you ain't getting the money that the other precinct that is hitting them quotas and going above and beyond like every every police um precinct and every police district like all the police officers can't automatically just uh go work for over go work overtime to get more money because Let's face it, police are civil servants. They don't make money. They don't make a lot of money. They got to do OT. They got to do all of these things like that. But every police precinct and district, they are not allowed to do that. They have to ask for permission. They have to get the funding. They can't just, all right, you know what? OT, yeah, we got it. It's fine. No, every, every you know, like, it's not like that. So it's like, yes, okay, you want to raise this $5.53 billion dollars. You said when you became a mayor, one of the things that you ran on, Mr. Eric, you said they was going to be police at every train station. If you got to put police in every train car to help curb the crime and all the attacks and shit like that that's happening, you've you've been mayor now for it's about to be a year. It's actually gone up. The attacks on the trains and the attacks just period have gotten worse. So why do you need another, what is it, almost like $10 million for what? To go where? Because nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Well, well, that money is going to change it. That's why we need the money. Right. It's not going to change shit. These police officers, they just, some of them, because not every precinct, like I said, some of them going to get new cars. Some of them going to be able to work OT all of these things like that, but no, they're not going to be doing the things that need to be done to cur- to make some sort of impact on the crime. But crime going up, and just like, you know, to Sonia's point, crime going up, rent going up, groceries going up, schools, fundings being cut, all of this amasses to the same thing. It's the same problem. They're all connected. Pol- 
teachers got to work two, three jobs. Which is crazy. Even police officers have to work. Mm-hmm. If we're, you know, in that sympathy, no, I'm not, but you know, police officers got to work extra jobs too. You know, so it's just like, how is this helping us in any way? This is all of these like raising money, raising raising um, funding, cutting funding. You're just like playing Monopoly with this, you know, like it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. So what's going to happen? They think it does. No, I mean, I think it does with, if we think about the structure and how America is run, right? Yes. Like from the beginning of time, right? And I'm, this is just me making an analytical analytical points meet right so it's like of course america has been our economic system thrives on human labor right since mm-hmm. the inception of america and we are kind of slowly seeing the demise of it and it's like okay if you beef up the uh security and i'm putting it in quotations right if you're beefing up protection against american gu- like whatever police o- over the people you are taking away education. So now there are only certain avenues that these un- uneducated people can do, right? Because now it's going to have to be things that you do with your hands. It's not going to be a blue, co- like a, a white collar job. It's going to be very mm-hmm. blue collar, very labor driven so that they can put money back into the economy. So mm-hmm. it does make sense to cut the funding, beef up the security in a sense, and and starve the people of education because I think that's really what people and I don't like even though I have family members who work for PD and they really believe in like law and order and I say that in very loose quotations because there is no order and there is no law it's all made up shit um and it, it, it it's so devoid of like critical thought critical thinking I'm it's getting like, flavory it's, it feels, I'm getting flavory I'm getting modern it's, more than, it's more than slavery. It's like mm-hmm. capitalism because if we, I remember like lessons in school. It's it because I was like, oh, white people were slaves too, and they're like, no, they were serfs. It is literally built on human labor. Mm-hmm. It all goes back to human labor. So of yeah. course they're going to starve education because they don't want you to advance in a way where you are like as smart in quotations as other people, so you can advance and put money into your, you know, and your into your community and and better things. Mm-hmm. So of course you're gonna like underfund the underfunded schools, and then they're gonna add like army recruitment stations and believe in the American dream where they can't mm-hmm. really do anything for you under this like guise of like law and order and and having patriotism for your country. Where it's like, are you fucking dumb? Mm-hmm. Are you fucking dumb? They are. Mm-hmm. They're dumb. Yeah. And I and I hate to like not have compassion and be like, you guys are dumb, but it's like it, no, you're dumb. Everybody has their strengths and weaknesses, and it's like, okay, you have survived, and like kudos to you because life is hard and you have lessons that I do not have, but like thought, if you don't have it, leave it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like truly and that's the problem. Truly, because life is more than just like working a job. Mm. And if you're happy with doing that, like by every means, fine. But like, also don't negate the store, like the hardships in like of other people. And like the we are four women who have literally opposed the odds of being in public schools in the New York City public school system. Mm-hmm. And like, I find it weird. Like Kiyoma, you were talking about like, oh, they had books that's only two years old, and I'm like. I'm I'm lucky because I've had 
teachers, educators who were passionate about their job and like taught things and Bill Cosby fuck him to the day that I die but there was like a renaissance in blackness that we grew up in that we had to emulate like this like forward thing like this reaching yeah. higher up right and yeah. it's like what are these kids now what, what do they have to aspire to right and they're like literally sucking like the livelihood and the future out of children and it's like the fact that people don't get that and they think that like and very much education does begin at home Mm -hmm. but then we also Mm -hmm. have to factor in like everybody doesn't have the same education everybody doesn't have the same resources everybody doesn't have and resources as in time as in like Mm -hmm. opportunity opportunity and it's just right and even like having the same time back to what you were saying Kim about about time you have people who have to now have two or three jobs Mm-hmm. I don't have time to also teach my child the things they're lacking in school. Correct. I don't have the time. I have to somehow right. take this new rent hike. So I can't be like, I, I, I can be a good parent only to the extent of the hours I have left of my day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as a functioning adult, I still need sleep. Mm-hmm. I still need to have an outlet of my own. And it's like, so it's not like fuck them kids, but it's like the parents are surviving. The kids are surviving. Teachers, are, everyone, everyone is in survival mode. No one is like living. And people who are making the decisions, they have taken all of the human aspect out of their decision-making. Yeah. Yep. Right. At work, at my job, I kept saying we're being treated like children. I'm like, but, I'm like, but it's not children. And then my coworker said, it's like cattle. And I was like, cattle, that is what we're, yeah. I was like, we're not being treated like children because children do get explanations and children do get lessons and children do get patience and, you know, a, a sense of understanding of what's happening. Right. As don't any of that. Our cattle, it's just like take the little prong and get in the cage, get in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. There's there's no communication. Mm-hmm. There's no under there's no, you know, there's no telling you why are we doing this. You know, the cattle just does what the cattle does. They roam during the day, come back at night or whatever it is. And it's like, we're fucked. <laughs> we right. are because the people it's just that so we have we the people that are in charge, right? The 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 mayors and you know like all that stuff for New York I can say is these people are made up our our government our New York government is made up of people that were brought up in a different time so they're just like if I could do it you could do it and we all know someone or many people that have that same mentality Mm -hmm. like baby (laughs) rent ain't the same as it was in the 80s groceries aren't the same you had your you know like even then you could still play outside you can there are certain things that you were able to do and you had after school yeah it's like a very key thing for the working force just period Mm -hmm. people that work it's because if you can't afford after i mean if, if your school doesn't uh offer after school programs or after school activities if you can't afford to pay for childcare where is your kid going to go right the kids right. going to go be home by themselves if they're you know mm-hmm. if they're not you know too idle and all that stuff like that they're going to sit in the house they're going to find something to do but 9 times out of 10 these kids are going to be outside they're going to be outside and they're going to get influenced about or or influenced into doing just like innocent things but then with the increased security that's going to be outside with these police, these kids are going to be getting in trouble. They're going to be thrown into the juvenile system. And, all, yeah. and then it just starts. And, then, and that's how it starts. When you start with, to what Ty was saying, when you cut the funding in school, you just accelerate in that, that, that prison to that school to prison pipeline. You're that, that's yes. they're, mm-hmm. they're just getting on that, 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 uh, 
that assembly line early because the, the, the less things that they have, the less outlets that they have, they're going to be doing other things because they're children. They're children yeah. curious. If you're not feeding into that curiosity and their imagination with after school activities, with some sports, with like, it's just so many things that mm-hmm. you should be able to offer the children in mm-hmm. New York City. Like that's what, what where does all the money go? <laughs> where does right. all the money go? And then it's also like, they're also like forgetting, and we can have an episode about this later about like how education in America and in New York is structured, right? Because like everybody doesn't learn the same. Everybody, like, thank God for me that I'm a book learner. I love being teacher's pet. I love, like, I love accolades. I love to, you know, so school is my shit. But then there are mm-hmm. other people who are visual learners. They are um somatic learners, you know? So it's just like, then there's that other shit where it's like, it's we are losing we are we're losing like we're losing the youth on that as well and then just to like tie back to like the whole like subway thing right with eric adams and it was like so i ride the train very late because i get it for work in the middle of the night so like they're what they were doing was they did have cops at stations but what they would do is like stop the train cars at every fucking station and what they would do was just like walk through and we did have like and I spoke about this on a a previous episode where there's like a bunch of homeless people but then they would just like shepherd and like bother the homeless people so then it makes like regular like quote-unquote citizens feel uneasy about having Mm -hmm. cops on the train because now there's a sense of fucking danger instead of safety and and protection you know so Mm -hmm. it's it is really so fucking tricky and like we will get into the intricacies of all of that but we are going to move on because we have a very um meaty i think and um as the what is this called as we are ending winding up towards the end of the year and people will have their uh end of year intentions and shit Personally, I hate the word intention because I feel like the millennials have beaten that shit into the motherfucking ground. I'm tired of people living intentionally with vibes, but like whatever. <laughs> we are our new topic, our main topic is gonna be called So Boom. So boom, we are going to really dive in deep on um this week about finding your significance and like living intentionally and we are going to start with Salome because as everybody who has been listening to this podcast know that she has had her her um her (laughs) journey (laughs) with motherhood and being a West Indian woman and what it means to like we sadly and trepidatiously remember that Jamaican woman who said let me blow Panya <laughs> and I and I joke with and, and, and it worked that she <laughs> blow Panya she did now I'm pregnant right she is big pregnant she pregnant um so right. yeah Salone what is like what do you think like about the topic of like finding your significance your purpose in life living intentional intentionally like what what does that mean to you it's it's sometimes it's very difficult to like um to just choose one thing to be my significance and I honestly I'm trying not to 
like, you know, as I delve into this motherhood role and, um, and all that, it should be that, okay, well, now you found your significance, like, now you're a mother. I don't feel that way. I don't feel. Was motherhood a goal for you? I don't know. I really don't. I can't answer that. Um, because I, I, I had given up, you know, I was told, you know, that I would never have uh, children or, um, I should adopt, you know, um, one of, one of my, you know, TMI, but you know, this, I'm guessing this is a safe space with our listeners, but you know, could be, could be not. It better, um, no, it better be. This is a, let me say PS motherfucking A, this is a safe space. Mm-hmm. We will speak to each other. We want to engage with you right. guys as a community, but if you do not right. have respect and compassion, I, I will read you your and ass. your mother and your grandmother and your great grandmother <laughs> and the slaves on a fucking field until the depths of the earth. And then I will talk to you later. Because <laughs> what we're going to have Thank is you. respect here. Yeah. Yes. Right. So this is definitely Thank you, Ty. <laughs> a safe space for you. Yeah. Well, 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 thank you. So, you know, um, I've had, um, had to have like surgery and all this other stuff because, oh, what, you know, you have cysts that's blocking, um, a tube or an ovary and, you know, all that to say, you know, I did a lot of, I did a lot of shit. So it's like, it's very, it's, it's very, um, what's the word? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but confusing to me, like, do you want to have a a child because, because you want a child or because they, you were told that you can't, Mm. you know what I mean? And, and as, as a woman, you know, (laughs) what's beaten into your head, as you said, as you know, Caribbean and and, and Guyanese culture is like, well, if you are not, you know, procreating whatever, like, what is your purpose? You know, like what, what are you doing with your life? Like, I remember, I believe it was like two or three years ago, I took a trip to, um, to uh, Guyana um, and I went to see my godfather who is the fucking mayor, well, the ex-mayor. And um, he told me, he's like, well, do you have children yet? I'm like, oh no, no, Mr. Green. He's like, you know what? You're lazy. And I'm like, at that point, <laughs> at that point, right. At that point, I'm like, you know, people really start to fuck with your head. Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, what, what, what is wrong with me? You know what I mean? But at that point, at that time, I know I was struggling with, you know, fertility issues and all this other stuff. So it's like, I question to that question. I, I, I question if that's really something that I truly wanted after being told that I couldn't do it so many times. Mm-hmm. And then, so boom, after all of that, surgery just done the third, still paying for IVF for a child that I don't have. After I said that I'll be a childless person again, I know it's not something I talk about. I really don't. Um, I don't know this. I know. I know. I mean, we're not close friends, but like. <sighs> Shut up. Shut up. Not even my mother. No, I just want no. to just share what you want. But what do you mean that you are paying for IVF for a child? That's not what do you mean? Well, it didn't work. So I'm like, you know, going so back. You still have to make payments on the. Pre- yeah. Yeah. I knew that. <laughs> so that's why I was confused. as to do you even is this. Are you. Is it the pressure is from the outside world that's ma- that's making you do all the stuff? You know mm-hmm. what I mean, or family and 
in society and all this stuff, or is it, or is it you? So now as I'm pregnant, I'm like, you know what, let me give, you know, <laughs> this baby a fighting chance. Let me. Please. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but it's, it's very difficult. Cause you know, mental illness, you know, it's, 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 it's crazy. And with everything that's going on in the world, everything that that's triggering that y'all are, you know, talking about like, you know, the, the system and the funding. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I do have a, mm. a life inside of me that yeah. now I'm going to have to, you know, navigate through all of this shit, which I don't think is going to get better. So again, I'm like, the anxiety starts creeping into me and I'm like, fuck, what is my significance? You know what I mean? Like what, what is my significance going to be? Like, how am I going to be to this child that I'm bringing into this sick motherfucking world? Like, how am I going to be? Should it be my significance? Like it should, should my, you know, my, my, my intention for living be solely for that. But as we speak right now, I don't feel that way because I've, I've always thought that living in my purpose would be philanthropy work. However, how can you do philanthropy work if, really? yeah, yeah, there's a lot of I stuff I do. do my new friend Sloan every day. <laughs> well, you know, I'll be like, uh, you're a deep bitch. Secret squirrel. You know, I just, I just do things and I don't say anything. So, um, I had an aunt, my favorite aunt, um, passed away uh, from AIDS. wasn't her fault. So it's like, I'll do, you know, stuff like that. I'll go to, you know, the AIDS ward. I'll go to um, uh, soup kitchens and food pantries. I even do that for the job now, um, whenever, reading with kids, giving back to, like, I feel like that's my purpose. Mm-hmm. But now mm-hmm. I'm conflicted because I'm like, well, you have a child, like your child comes first before, you know, every, every other person that you didn't push out, you know what I mean? Like you need to make sure that home is good first. Your child is good first before you delve into that, um, that giving back aspect. So it's like, I'm, I'm a little conflicted because I know that that's my purpose. I know that I, 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 these, these things that make me happy, coat drives, all the stuff that I, I spoke about, they, it makes me happy giving back. Um, right now, my, my parents are in Guyana. They just sent down four barrels. Um, they do a, an elderly giveaway. They do an elderly party for Christmas. Um, they do a Christmas, I'm sorry, an Easter party for the children. They do an orphanage uh, giveaway, you know, helping children. Well, girls, my mom, and this is all for my mom. I think my mom, my dad just, he has a good heart, but it's like, he, he gives all nilly willy. You know what I mean? Like he, he'll be in a bar and, and buy the bar out or make sure, oh, Food for everyone. Oh, in the restaurant. You feel like it's like his his giving is more ego driven as well. I don't. I think so. I'm not really sure. You um, know what's so interesting as you talk about this, Simone. I'm I'm seeing like I've known you for a lot of years, right? <laughs> and like right? being at your baby shower, seeing the the location of where your house is, right? And huh. Gender reveal. gender reveal oh i'm sorry yes i'm sorry it's a gender reveal you know what? i said baby shower because gender reveal i tricky i know and i did not want one no 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 but thank no. you guys it's just like no it's just like it, it's a 
like seeing the vicinity of like your childhood home in America, right? Mm-hmm. The professions that you and your sibling has have gone into, mm-hmm. you saying that you like philanthropy work, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's so much of like location. Cause mm-hmm. like you guys live by the airport, right? Mm-hmm. Your brother is a pilot. You are a flight attendant. You fly all over the world. So I'm like, I, I can imagine, like seeing you, I was like, I can imagine seeing like baby Salone playing in the yard or whatever, the backyard. And then like seeing planes going, but like, yo, I want to go wherever this plane, like you are such a, a wanderlust, right? Right. So with your brother. That's true. And then like you saying that you're into philanthropy work. And it's like, I feel Damn. like this, the things that you are saying that we make up about ourselves, right? I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to take you out of it. Cause I don't want you to feel attacked. Right. Just the things mm-hmm. that we make up about ourselves. And it's like your philanthropy work that you're talking about, like giving back. And it's like, I feel like it's so much steeped in your immigrant experience, right? Your, your, your parents, not even right. yours, right? Mm-hmm. Your parents, immigrant experience about like, whatever I don't need, I'm going to give, mm-hmm. I'm going to give to other people. Right. So it's like, are we, are you truly living in your own personal significance or is it your lived significance and intention? Right. Like the mm-hmm. things that make you happy, that make you feel like, is it truly, you know, is it? These are the, no, that's what I'm saying. These are the right. questions that we're all asking. I'm not putting it on you. Cause I'm like, I can, I can, di- I can di- dig deep into my own shit too. Right. And, but as right, you were talking, right. I was like, right so much of our things that we value deeply to us is like learn things and it's Mm -hmm. not like it's not things that we may have chosen for ourselves but it feels good like the whole thing that you were talking about like motherhood and shit like that and I I had to come in the pandemic and Mm -hmm. that's when I so to the viewers that don't know this y'all don't know this for years for years I did not believe in depression it was like there is a single you sound like my dad that you can tap into I was like if you say like depression you feel like honest I was like you're uninspired because you don't have a purpose like you need to like fill yourself up and you will have this thing no as I the pandemic has made me a change woman because depression got me enough they got me in chains mm-hmm. um and I was just like Fuck, I just forgot my thought because I'm so drunk. <laughs> wow, that was that was real. That's really no, shit. You I, really, said. I really just like I ain't gonna hold you. Oh, okay. About like <laughs> depression. And it had even a chokehold in the pan- and oh, pandemic. It's, it's something yeah. that I didn't I didn't believe in because I was like, you have to like pinpoint it to this like this no. thing that you and, and that's and that's mm-hmm. not the truth about about mm-hmm. depression. And it, it's like some something that I've told myself, oh, I'm talking about my, my own personal fertility. That's how I got here. Right. So in the pandemic, I'm like, I'm a woman of a certain age. I will never tell you how old I am, but if you've seen my dating profile, you will know. (laughs) Um, so I I had to come to a crux and I was like, okay, in 2019, I was very intentional. And I put that in quotations because yeah, about how I wanted to, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm a woman of a certain age. If I want to have a child, I need to figure it out because I don't mm-hmm. have my eggs about to turn into powder, you know? <laughs> and then I, I felt like my choice was taken away from me. Right. And I was like, well, I can't be a mother anymore. And I was like, I was sad for months, months, mm-hmm. crying, screaming, shaking, sliding down a wall. And I was like, and then I had to think, I was like, well, is being a mother something that I wanted for myself? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or was it something that 
I feel like I would be useful as a human being being in a in a mm-hmm. in a woman's body mm-hmm. to like get birth and like feel the full experience in quotations of being a woman. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where we this is where I was. I'm back, y'all. Trying to connect. <laughs> this is where I connect with you because it's Wait, like right. did I choose like, it for you, myself? Right. Because, like, our circumstances are very different, right? Correct. Like, you you had to go through all these things because if I want to, maybe I will. And then I had to, like, I came up against a wall and I was like, well, if I want to, then I gotta. Right. And and now that you had this surprise pregnancy, what have you, like, right. discovered? Um, I've discovered that it's tremendously hard. Um, it is very hard and some people have it, uh, a breeze, my mom breeze through all three of us breeze every morning, every single morning I throw up. So, um, I still, I still, as I am entering my third trimester, I'm still again, throwing up. I still have nausea. I still have food aversions. Um, and it's just, I've learned to live with these things every day. I can barely walk. Um, because I guess my pelvic floor, uh, pelvic area is just not doing too well. Uh, he's just so heavy. Um, turning on the bed is hard. Everything is about it has been hard for me. Um, however, I try not to look how I feel because I think that would spiral me more into mm. a, a depressive state, just seeing myself like just and not being able to do anything about it. So, you know, I'll comb my hair, I shower, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll try again, not to look, um, as I feel, uh, that's something that I, I didn't, I didn't really expect for myself to be like this sick. Um, um, what else? Uh, gosh, my, again, pregnancy brain. Um, <laughs> it's a thing. It's it's a real thing. No, no, read up on that. It you know is a no, thing. no, no, no. It's okay. Don't get it like depression now. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. I take Press- that look back. If the, the people that are listening, no. I gave them a look as in like be fucking for real. But no. real. I will take that back because Salon walked up four steps, and she was and she was visibly winded so much so that I was like so worried about her. She was like, yeah, because my lungs are now in my chest, and I said. That doesn't sound healthy. <laughs> it is pregnancy, and that's and it, it's hard. And you know, I'm still working because you know poverty. Um, bill the bills don't stop. They they don't care. I can't go on maternity leave early because again, poverty. Also, your bills not because you're working at forty or sixty percent means that your bills don't be sixty. No, it's still a hundred percent. So I'm trying to you know every every. Every day I go to work Monday through Friday, um, people are like, you should be home. This is the only time that you're going to have for yourself um, once baby comes, you know, and, and a lot of triggering things. Everyone has something triggering for me um, that whether it's about birth, whether it's about when the baby's here, what, what do I need? Every like I they think they're doing me a service by saying that, but they're actually doing me a disservice telling me everything that's negative about like parenthood and then to end it all it's like but but you'll be great (laughs) thanks thank you so much you know what I mean so oh you should be up you should be you know feet up don't do anything listen if I don't get shit done around here 
you know, I have help. I'm sorry. Does that make you question like your individual significance? Because like it does, it does, it does, it it absolutely does make me um question. In what ways? Um, I mean, and we can kind of hit on it, but I want you to articulate it. You got to name a thing. That's what the Bible says. You got to give. You got to give it a name. Give it a name. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I, I don't know. I'm gonna blame it on pregnancy brain again, because it it just it 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 triggers me a lot when I have to speak about like the pregnancy and my significance and what this means to me. What has changed? What is going to change? Is it because you're in the middle of, um? It's not even a middle. Is it because you're in a shift of significance now? Because like, I yes, that's what I was saying. Between because I'm between it, I'm, you know, I'm a little um, confused as to what my significance should be. Like, should it just be towards this child that I'm bringing forth, or towards you know what I've always believed in? And and oh, I just wanted to like dull back to what you were saying. Um, you were saying that was it placed upon us, you know, the things that our parents went through, such as, you know, philanthropy work and like giving back and all this stuff. And for me, I can say a hard no, because I've been through that. I didn't grow up here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I wasn't born here. So I've seen what children, I know what they need. Mm. I I know what they need because I've lived it. Mm. So yeah, I have lived it. And it wasn't even, <laughs> I wasn't even supposed to live it because that's a whole nother, <laughs> a whole nother segment because, uh, you know, things that were given to us were not given to us. And it was, you know, uh, uh, delivered in a way in which, well, your parents don't care until you got to this country. And it's like, you see the receipts. It's like, wait, so y'all did care. Y'all did do all this stuff. Mm. But as a child, it was presented to us that, well, they're not sending you any barrel. No, they didn't send you any shoe. No, they didn't send anything when everything was there. It was all there. Mm. So what are you telling me that, you know, oh. that we had to turn over our uniforms? Because, you know, I, I used to I used to make my own uniforms, school uniforms. So instead of, <laughs> hear me out. Okay, Rachel. Yeah. So, no, I said I have a desire <laughs> hear too. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah. So, you know, we'll have the material and we'll make it. And um, I, it's crazy. I have pictures. And the outside for a new school semester would be, you know, brand new. But instead of getting a brand new uniform, you have to turn it over, like take all the stitches out and the inside would be, you know, the new part. So turn over and make a, you know, shit like that, that kids shouldn't have to go through. Mm-hmm. I don't like that shit. But I'm Deodorant. sorry, what do you mean by t- like? Yeah, turn, like, you know, this, you see this color? Inside out. Turn it over because the inside would be not faded. Oh. Right? Shit like, shit like it's It's deep. You know what I mean? So I've lived these things. I've lived having to, you know, watch the new shoes on the shelf and can't wear them. Because you know, yeah, it's again, it's very, very, very triggering to me, and I don't like it. I don't like it, so I try to help as much as I can. Um, 
and, you know, giving my parents whatever money it is, whatever, whatever clothes, clothes with tags, shit that I've, that I, I went over to their house and I see, I'm like, oh, all of this, like with mad tags I haven't worn. I'm like so happy to give them away. Mm-hmm. Shoes, bags, cl- everything. And I don't mind. It warms my heart. It makes me so happy to do that. And I know I could go on Poshmark and get a couple hundred dollars because, you know, bitch is broke. But yeah. I'm like, <laughs> no, yeah, you have to survive. Have to survive. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I get that. I got to give my toxic thought. I'm so sorry, guys. I said, no, not our real, our real life Marlo Hampton. <laughs> our real life Marlo Hampton. She said, only new things for my girls. And I get it. No, you I know, understand it. Though, it's so, it's listen. Coming you out have, of lack of your own self and you don't want to yes. perpetuate that same yes. in a younger person. Absolutely. Because you know how it feels for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. I know exactly. Yeah. I've walked the walk. So it's not because my parents are, and, and that's nice that they do that. Uh, you know what I mean? I would love to do it on a larger scale. Yeah. Um, okay. But I, I okay, do what okay. I can. You know? I'm gonna ask a question and I'm gonna sure. I'm gonna pause because I'm gonna okay. give everybody time to think about it. Um so I I will have to ask, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think and think on this, do you think you're sick? So you're saying like the thing that fuels you right into your like significance of where you feel your most authentic self mm-hmm. is helping somebody else because of your own personal lack and trauma. Mm-hmm. But is that you living your individual significance truly? Mm. I don't is think that so. really is that I said, think on it. I did. Is that you really live it intentionally? Can I just chime in? I yes. feel like, of course. I don't think anyone can do that. I think it's impossible mm-hmm. for anyone to live really at any moment in their life without it being a direct effect of something else in their life. Even if you, even if it wasn't a traumatic experience, something mm-hmm. we're always being propelled forward by something else, be it good mm-hmm. or bad experiences, be it humans we meet, be it a TV show we watch. I don't think anyone is living a life that wasn't like that's organic in this very moment. I don't think that's possible unless. I I think it's possible, basically. I think everything is a cause and effect. Now, something Mm -hmm. is trauma. Something is a great experience. Like, it could just be like, oh, I traveled out the country and I saw people giving back. And I never thought to give back. So now I want to give back, right? Or Mm -hmm. it could be, I didn't have, so now I give back. Yeah. Or, because even like where you were, like, talk about like, talk about your your fertility issues, Tashana. Like, where you were, in 2019 is not where you are in 2022. Mm-hmm. So that has affected you. So, so maybe when you were like, maybe when you were 14, right. When you were 14, like, cause I feel like as women, there's things on our checklist we didn't put in. They just, <laughs> we got our checklist and they were there. Yeah. Some of those things were marriage and kids. Those were things that were on our checklist that we never said. Oh, I never wanted kids. That's the thing. No, 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 not you. No, but I understand what you're saying. Yes. As women, those were on our checklist before we got the list. Right. Mm-hmm. So even myself, like I'm still, I mean, I really have no desire to be a mother. I don't. I'm very selfish in, in, in the best ways. Right. It's the question after the end. He said mother, like as it as <laughs> if the possibility. No, it was a question. It is, it is, it's like I question it because it's like, do I want to raise a person? Right? No, but the but the full statement is I do want to be pregnant. I say it all the time. If, if there was a way for me to have a, to be 
naturally pregnant and give birth, I would. And if there's a way for me to have form no attachment to this child and give it away. There, I- there are. There's, there's ways. No, there isn't. Feel, I don't feel like I could do it. Yeah, I don't feel like I, I'm not. I'm not talking about surrogacy. Asia finished her full sentence because I am me and my. Um, <laughs> please finish. No, I think pregnancy is so underrated. I think people act like it's it's like a woman just get pregnant and it's like yes, yeah, some do and some don't. Some have a hard time. Some, but but at the end of the day, we're literally making humans. Like I feel like. There's so many things like, I mean, this is not the same at all, but there's things that we have just normalized to the fact that they're still abnormal or they're still amazing. Growing a human in your body (laughs) that's going to go to live a whole independent life. That's an amazing fucking thing. It's not something like making a pizza. Like that's a, that's a thing. Like you're literally like Sloan, her organs are shifting, right? There's a person inside of her. That's some like sci-fi type shit. And we just, <laughs> and we just not, we just say it like, oh yeah, you're pregnant. Uh, that's a big freaking thing. You know, people don't take it. Like, why, why are you working at all? That should be nine months of not working. And she's working until she has to, until she can't work no more. And that's everyone's, a lot of women's story is they work until like the last day. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I truly value pregnancy i think it's truly an amazing thing that people do outside that women do or people with vaginas people with vaginas right people uterus i think it's an amazing thing that they do yeah so i for the pure science of it would love (laughs) to be pregnant i think it's i just think it's something i would love to have to have like as a as a person with a uterus and as a person with the capability of doing it i would love to do it Yes. However, it doesn't stop there. Now you have to raise and love and sacrifice for this being. And that is the part that I am not committed to as yet. Maybe because I have no partner, maybe because I'm, in, I'm impoverished. You know, the list, is, the list is long, right? But I haven't gotten to the point where I'm like, I want to deal with the aftermath of giving birth, which is why I have children at this moment in my life, right? Right. Yeah. But, but when I was 14... Right. Before I even again, and I'm, and I'm who knows, let's say I'm five or six. Who knows? I'm handed this checklist of what a woman does or what a person does on the checklist already was get married and have a kid. That was there already before I put in be an actress, before I put in, you know, travel the world, before I put my stuff in, that was there already. Right. So now I'm an adult and I'm like, oh, actually, I could take that off my list. And mm. that's based on what I've been through. And I haven't had any. I personally don't think I've had any bad experiences with. I mean, I, think, I guess like the world, the world is terrible, right? But my, why I don't want to have a kid right now is pure selfishness. Yes, the world does suck and I'll bring a child into a terrible world. Yes, there's a lot of reasons why I shouldn't do it for the, for the child. There's a lot of reasons why I shouldn't bring a child into this world for them. But for me, I'm selfish. Now, did I know at 25 that at 37, I would still feel this way? I had no idea. <laughs> I definitely thought by the time I got to- your mind? Huh? I said, blew your mind. Truly. I truly thought by this time and, and even like, I, I, I have this thought often because even as we like progress with the podcast and progress with the media company, right? And I think about moving and stuff like that. I'm like, wait, a child is going to put a wrench in this. It just is for me. I'm not saying people should pick career over their children. If you can do it, you can do it. Where I'm at, I know it's going to slow me down or be a hurdle for me. Because I know the kind of devotion I would have to my child. I know myself. So I just feel like 
So all this to round about and say, I don't think there's any time in your life that wasn't influenced by another time in your life. So I feel like we can live in our significance, but it will always be influenced by something else that in has... your life. So it could be your parents. You know, I don't think we can separate our now from our then. I don't, I don't, I don't 100% agree with, like a lot of the things that you said, I do understand. Cause I think like, as you spoke about that, it, it brought something back to me that I totally forgot about as like a young 20 something year old, right? I, I have literally all my life, I feel like I've raised my family in a way that like I wore, and and this is what I was like telling to a friend when I was like going through my own, like, do I really want to have a baby? Right. Cause I was like, I have raised, so I have my personal experience. I feel as if I've raised many humans, right. That are not my own. And I didn't have like a a true experience devoid of responsibility. So I was like, I don't want a kid because I that, that's the most responsible I will ever feel. But then there's like the part of me that I'm like, I feel like I will raise an amazing human, right? But then I don't give a fuck about that baby. It's steeped in my own ego. No, Kiyoma, no. She was like, what? No, but it's true because it's like, I don't, it's 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 purely ego. It's like I know that I would raise a good person. Yeah, but both but, of those are based on experiences. Right. It is, but also it's like I don't know what that baby would need as a mother. Like that's different. It shifts your focus. It, it it's not your ideals. It's like what that child needs, right? Like what that particular child needs. And I don't know what the fuck that baby gonna need. I was a needy fucking kid and I wanted so much out of life. Right. And then I was like, but what ultimately what I wanted to do was like, I'm a woman. So of course I want to feel the, the, the experience of creating life. And that's it. Right. I, and and though, that's what I'm saying. I understand. I like, I understand what you were saying, but then you also like, you went on to say like, fuck, I forgot it again. You also went on to say, oh, like, it, it's not your just like your lived experience, but I'm like, it's like whatever you think is solely based on your lived experience. But I'm like, people do like ayahuasca and drugs to like, there are people out here in this world that's not living in their trauma. They're living in the possibility of things. It's like the people that like shed um societal things and they just like purely live intentionally of like who they are as human beings on this earth, I don't think that peop- the four of us have the luxury, because I've only heard of white people living like that. And there are some Black people like that live on the island. They feed off the, the earth. It, it's those type of people, right, that seem to like seemingly have um, all of the, uh, what's this thing, like life's mm. meanings. Mm. Like they, I feel like some of the people, they, they feel like they're like living off the earth. They, they are just like truly living in their own experience of being human beings with feelings and emotions devoid of all the other shit that like they've I kind feel, of transcended that. I, and I, I feel like that's I, what I wanted. That's where I want to go. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, let me just. I think, so long, you're agreeing with me, but Kiyoba and Sonia. Yeah, let me disgusted. just. Wait, I just want to say. I'm not. I think. So you understand what I'm saying though. So I, long, right? you understand? I do. Okay. Now, I get what you're saying, but that, but that still was not organic, right? It still was an organic moment. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't birth. 
but isn't it the most organic thing because no, it's no, 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 on this no, earth no, why? Because on this earth that's wait, wait, your that, birthright that, 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 wait, outside of all the other shit wait, that you have to do it's your birthright no, why can't you just be wait hold on hold on hold on something triggered that thought right everything triggered it the actual god that triggered it right no, but listen, wait, wait. If if they were a baby, right? If a baby is born in the wild, <laughs> drugged by a stork in the wild, right? And they have no outside influences, which even they have outside influences. The nature, the the, the wild they're in is their outside influence, maybe. But the person who decides at 19, you know what? I'm shedding societal norms. It's because they've had societal norms. They yeah. build societal norms and they said, fuck that, I'm shedding it. No one yeah. is living an organic life. Something always propel something but isn't up. that the most organic though it like no. all the other things that you live are put on you like literally what we've been talking about like both. motherhood no. growing up like all of these things mm-hmm. are put on you but like your essence your actual being on this earth devoid of everything you come out the cooch boom you're in you, you want to say you're in the forest you're in the forest i'm in a hospital room right and it's like even these come like these quote-unquote it's 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 your birthright like living on the like outside of like labor and all of this and like trauma family trauma like it is your birthright to just like be on this earth but i think if you that's somebody with the earth i think if you were to ask somebody who's living this life right if you were to ask mm-hmm. them like how did you get here right so you're asking an adult let's say 25 years old right still pretty young right if you ask them how did you get to a point in your life where you were able to shed the things put on you right their answer would not be silence because something happened. Something happened. They would say, I looked around. I realized I was, li- I was li- living my truth. They would say, you know, they would have a reason as to why they came to a point where they're living, living their truth. They wouldn't have no answer for you because something got them there. Something made them say, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm going to just be. Something made them get to a but point. Isn't the being, exactly. But the being is, it's, it's for me. The being is zero. It, the being is at neutral. The being is like the given thing. No, I agree with that. Like, well, we're talking about if, if your question is, if your question is, can we, can a human, right? Can a human um, get to a point of being themselves without their past? No. I think the answer is no. Can they, yeah, can they start from zero and become something totally else that they want to be without? Without without their past still playing a part in it, the answer is yes. But can they get to a spot of zero without without having come down from ten? I don't think so. I think I, you could be you could, I can now I could be rebirth as zero. And that's I get it. it. And that, I, I get what you're saying. Zero, I'm going here and here and here. But I was never. I was born at ten. Yeah. Right. And now I'm able to shed down society until a zero, and now I'm here at there is whatever, right whatever. There is- series of things that led this person right back to to zero okay yeah start to to even just like like you said before there are only a specific amount of like queue of people and even tax bracket of folks that can make that decision right like it's after they have probably worked in the workforce for x amount of years so they got the money they got their little nest they can do these they're they're afforded these things but something like as to what mm-hmm, it's saying, mm-hmm. something got them there something said something happened was they're like you know fuck society fuck all this shit i'm going to live in the woods and cook my food over stove over a fucking wood burning stove like there are certain something had to happen oh, like that's an Asian unless, king and her white king 
That bitch. Aja. Her name is her name is Aja. 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 You're right. Aja. But there, there, there's certain people that are they can do that. They've they've been, you know, they're just like, you know, fuck all that. I'm gonna go live in the woods and live off nature and, and whatever. Or whatever right. zero is for you, whatever right. organic living is for you. It doesn't have to be what I feel would be struggle. Like, cause I'm not living in nobody's woods. It's not happening. But it's like whatever brings you your your peace and or and, and where it feels mm-hmm. like I don't I don't need to respond to certain things. I don't need to be doing that's fine, but it happened from somewhere. So let me circle back <laughs> to Ty's uh original question. Mm-hmm. I like I like you said, I I disagree with the fact that it everybody just that everybody can just be at zero. Like I don't I don't think that that cannot happen without past other outside influences but you touched upon Sloan the the philanthropy and just how she is being an influence from her parents mine is an influence from my parent mm-hmm. <laughs> my mom um my mother is very and we weren't always you know like middle class we we had to get there but regardless every month my mother sent a barrel home like she made sure like if you know my brothers and I grew out of shit she's sending it to Belize if you know like even when we go down there like it's I go down there majority of the time when I go down there now it is for philanthropy purposes like time mm-hmm. like I am very invested in giving back to mm-hmm. Belize. but mine now like where it started with my mom and like wanting to um give whatever we can because we're so fortunate and you, to be living in America with, you know, outside of what other people believe, like that's what we believe. Like we made it to America. We were able to make a life for ourselves, you know, all these things. So we are fortunate. Whereas mm-hmm. I believe <laughs> if I was living in Belize, that's fortunate because I ain't, I ain't as stressed, you know, like you, you get to work, you go to work and you have your home and all these things like that. Well, whatever. But as I became an adult and realized that there are certain things that I, that I felt like this came to me and I should have. And it's like a thing that I'm not even like thinking about, like, for instance, sharing, because we are in a safe space. When I got my period at 10 years old, right. Got sent home. My mom, you know, like she's working. My mother used to babysit as majority of West Indian mothers did (laughs) in New York. But my mother used to babysit and her employers were the nicest people in Cobble Hill. And I got to, I went to their house because I got sent home because I was actually dying. I was like, what the hell is happening to my body? Why am I in so much pain? And, but as a West Indian mom, it was very taboo to talk about. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that at 10 years old, I could get my period. I thought that that happens when I'm ready to like have a baby. Like I didn't know any, I was in the fifth grade. Like I didn't know shit. So I wasn't taught about it. But when I got to the house, like my mother sat me down and her employer sat me down and they just like talked to me about all these things, showed me how to put on a pad, all these, and it, everything was just there. Everything was just there. And I didn't even have to think about it. And as you know, like I started to realize like when my cycle was coming, all these stuff like that, I didn't have to worry about having access to pads or having access to something that would help me with my cramps. And, you know, like all of these, I, I didn't have, I didn't have to worry about that. 
Whereas in Belize, these are, you know, women that are in junior college still have to use like disposable, not disposable, washable sanitary napkins because pads are so expensive. Mm -hmm. So they can't just like go out and buy a bunch of, like a pack of pads is like 30 something dollars. Mm -hmm. And that's insane, you know, like, and not, and even having to think of outside of my own family in Belize, because again, like that, us being fortunate also stemmed from that. Like my family is also fortunate down there. So my cousins didn't really have to think about that. But when I started visiting schools and sitting down and talking to, you know, some of these Mm -hmm. teachers, they're just like, I don't have money for that all the time. And nine times out of 10, it's from school, they go to work because they have to support their parents and their siblings and all these things like that. School in Belize is not free. Mm -hmm. Education is not free in Belize. And mm-hmm. you know that uh, that that also goes with the mindset. You know, as Americans, uh, elementary school, primary school, all that stuff like that—that's free. Everybody's afforded that. Mm-hmm. College is the luxury, but of in course. certain countries, education period is a luxury. Is a luxury that everyone cannot afford. Mm-hmm. So as my like, as I got older and I started seeing like, oh shit, it's past just sending down barrels of clothes because there's so many things happening here. Like there's so many socioeconomic things that I didn't even know was, you know, possible to be mm-hmm. happening in the world, just in general. Right. And so we, we, my thing expanded from just sending down barrels of clothes. Now it's sending pads. Now it's sponsoring kids. I wish I could sponsor everybody, but now it's sponsoring them paying for their tuition so that they're able to mm-hmm. go to school and further their education. It is sponsored, you know, uh, partnering with outside organizations to send computers because the last time I went to visit mm-hmm. a school, the computer lab was being used as storage because they didn't have access to computers. So it's like, there's all these things that the 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 seed that was planted by my mom by just like sending down barrels and and always being like you're fortunate and there's always someone less fortunate mm-hmm. like, I never had to want for anything growing up like never had to want for anything and that is a privilege and it's a privilege to live like that Absolutely. Um, especially in America coming you know mm-hmm. when your parents come from third world countries so it's for me, it's just like, that is just one of my ethics, the one of my values that I was raised with. It's just like, oh, you have, so you give. If you have, mm-hmm. you give. And having is, if I got $2, I can give you a dollar. Like, so sometimes having, sometimes for me, I have to realize like, wait, I can't give. Because if right. I give, I'm also going to be impoverished. And that goes from like economic to innate, like to mental and, you know, um of course yeah all, all that it's the, ba- it's the boundary it, it's, it is not, yeah yeah it's boundaries it's not it is not on me to be able to provide for everybody even though I would love to right and it is right. it is something that again it's a seed that was planted by my mother because she will give the shirt off her back but I don't want to contribute and leave if, yourself undone if it leaves me struggling right, that's not, right. But for me that's not living mm-hmm. a purposeful life like it isn't right it's just not what it is but my philanthropy did and my love for it and it, it's you know what I do now on my side on the side and in everyday life my uh mm-hmm. my, my bill payer um but yeah, like it's, it's, I feel like. I can't. When we, <laughs> what the fuck is, oh, are you talking about, are you talking about my husband, Denny? 
No. You my, say your belt tail. Oh, you mean, oh, your job. I say your belt tail. You know I what? I'm so stuck in patriarchy. I, did, I thought the same thing. I'm so stuck in patriarchy. We all thought the same thing. Come in as the bill payer. I contribute, you know, but it is, it is, it is, it is, um, yeah, I feel like with, with the seeds and the, um, everything that my mother implanted in me has blossomed into now my own thing and my own Mm -hmm. love and my own connection with, uh, philanthropy and all, and it's, but it started with my mom and that's good. So, yeah. That's it's you, nice to see. But here's the thing though. I and I understand this because I I'm asking a question because I as I said earlier, I'm in a uh what is it called? I'm in a trimester of no, I'm not. I but I am I am in a period trimester. of like redefining things. So I'm questioning, I'm so curious about everything in my life. Like how I think, how I move, how I operate, you know, how we operate as a society, how we move, how we make decisions, right? It's it's really in a redefining. And I, and I understand that because I am a person that I'm like, even as a young person, I, my mother instilled education into me. Um, As an adult, I understand why she did, because she thought that that was like a way out of something that she and something that she um, herself didn't um, accomplish just yet. So she like put all of that into me. And I'm thankful for like, I'm thankful for that actually, period. I'm thankful for that because I am somebody who I feel like I do love education in the way that America presents it um, as learning. And, um, but I also have to question, like I'm questioning like, would that matter to me if I did not, you know, like, it's like, would that matter to me had she not um, instilled that into me, right? Like, would it matter? Yeah. You say, I yeah, think- I don't, I don't think, I'd, I'd... I don't think so. Because also, I mean, if, if I'm using, like, my mother also instilled, like, the importance of education or whatever, but she did that with all of us. And, like, it, it was like 50 50 <laughs> two of us take it very right. seriously but you know another did not or a couple others did not so it's like you can be given or fed the same mm-hmm. thing how you nourish it is on you you don't have mm-hmm. you didn't have to continue reading and you didn't have to you know go get your master's and all you didn't have to do all those things your mom said this is important I didn't see it as a choice and and that's the thing like as I'm thinking about like thinking back on it and we're gonna wrap this shit all up but like as I'm thinking back on it I don't think I ever had a choice like I found reasons and I found reasons in the outside world to support what I was taught you know what I'm saying so like she instilled education and she instilled education into me and then in every lesson that I've learned, I, I, I found like little nuggets to keep me sustained. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, my mother said that education is important because like, um, you know, we have to like, I don't know, like further the black race or what, and not, that's not what she said, but it's just like, education is important. So you can go on and have a good job and live a good life. And then I was like, as I learned, I'm like, okay, slaves couldn't read. So I have to read the best and I have mm-hmm. to write the best and I have to learn like, to do all of these things but I'm like if 
this these things wasn't thrust upon me like what and I feel like now I have found my intentional living right my intentional intentional living is through creation and not just like and, and that's the whole thing about motherhood is like that's the biggest creator that there is. So I want to create some shit. I'm an artist and I'm good at what I do. And I was like, I think I can create a good human. You know what I mean? Like, you know, but that's ego. That's ego. So it's just like, I would, I would implore everybody who is listening to like, really be curious about like, who you are as a human, like who you are as an individual on this earth, the thing, how did you come upon the things that you think that you know? And it's, um, what is it? And it's Genesis of it. And, and really ask yourself, like, is, is this me? And I think like you would know by like the pings in your, in your, in like, you know, the strings in your soul to be poetic, but mm-hmm. on some hood shit, like, nigga, you know when you know. Like, you know when you know when it's, like, when you live in your life and you don't have to, like, question it. Mm-hmm. So, do that. Um, We're going to wrap this shit up because we've been talking for quite some time. Like, guys, we are so happy to be back. Mm-hmm. We are happy. We are mm-hmm. so happy to be back that we have a new segment for y'all. And it's called Peep Game. And we're about to put you onto some hot shit. And I'm going to put, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just... I'm going to give it to my girl, Key, because she she got some shit for y'all. <laughs> Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up for the immunity. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. So let me let me put y'all on, right? Because majority of this episode has been weighted in our pockets, finance. Mm-hmm. They, come in, they come in for all our little, you know, in, uh, insert Dave Chappelle. Clutching <laughs> 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 the dollars. <laughs> you got to clutch them. You gotta, we got to save every penny we can. So... On that note, Netflix has launched an ad-supported subscription. So now you don't got to pay, what is it, $19 now, I think? Mm-hmm. It's $19 or $12.99, one of them. Now you can pay $6.99. You're going to have a couple ads here and there. But, you know, it's it's. I get it because we're used to the comfort of nobody, you know, there's no skip option with ads because obviously, but as someone who has ad-supported Hulu, because <laughs> it's expensive. It's expensive. Hulu is, is expensive. Okay. Shout, out to, um, shout out to MoWo for um for my Hulu subscription. Love you, know, you babe. Love you down. Thank you, you know, for the no have, commercials. We have, we have a lot of subscriptions. So we got we to pinch what we can. You know, we, we got to pinch. So for those of you that I would, I would, recommend this for people who are already in a relationship right because if you can't netflix and chill with ads that don't work out yeah i was just about to say very already in a relationship and you know y'all been doing this then i I think the ad supported is for you if you rely on netflix and chill at for your social life you got to keep paying that $19.99. You just got to do it because... Oh, let, let me add. If you're also someone that watches TV with your phone in your hand, like I do, <laughs> it might not be so bad because... Why the fuck are you watching TV on your... I thought... No, 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 no. I watched in my hand. Like, oh, TV's on? Yeah, and I'm, I'm watching sorry. Back. No, no, no. So, because I, I miss tons of shit because I'm texting yeah. throughout entire movies or TikTok. Yeah. So, I think if I could just limit my TikToking to commercial breaks... Ooh. perhaps 
I could watch a whole freaking show without having to rewind 1,000 times. No, (laughs) that's facts. Because, okay, (laughs) the listeners don't know. I can't stand Oprah. Love her. The Oprah effect is real because when she's in a room, she shifts atoms, neutrons, protons, all of that in a room. However, she has the worst interface on a stream on a streaming platform, so it's the worst. I mean, she's giving you five minute commercial breaks. However, Not I get my it. best TikToking done. That's what I'm saying, yeah, <laughs> I get. So I think I'm gonna have to downgrade the family plan to the six ninety nine. Now I don't know about my days where I feel bingy and I don't want to watch a commercial, and I just want to like it's yeah. getting cold, so I want to snuggle up under my. You know, under my Bed Bath & Beyond um, quilt. Ooh, your, your weighted blanket? No, I should get a weighted blanket, right? It's yeah, amazing. It's Is amazing. It? Yes. Does it feel like human-like? Because I really... You know it what? Just, We're going to wrap puts, this up. It puts you to sleep. Yeah, just, just no. Does it feel like also a key, human man on top of you? <laughs> well, it depends on the pounds that you get. Because I have, like, I think the 100-pound... And it 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 be trying to stifle me. Yeah, I was but, about to uh, say, that sounds uncomfortable. It's a, yeah, at first it was twenty or thirty, and then I mm. you know boosted up to eighty. I'm like, I think I could do a hundred, and it's been it's been great. It's been wonderful. Right to sleep, you know. Okay, it, so peep peep game people get away to bring blanket. I'm gonna um yeah, Amazon get- some, and if I find a good one, I will put it on the Pontificate and Pod Instagram. I'll send you so- a link. Yes. So guys, um, it's so good to be back and we will see you next Wednesday. Yeah. Yes, sir. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Pontificating Podcast with your girls. Uh, I am the Asia Thomas, uh, Seiki, and Sally, and your girl, I am Queen Ty. Please don't forget to follow us on Pontificating Pod. You can follow us, engage, 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 and like us on YouTube. We are at From the Burrows Podcast. Like, subscribe, follow, engage, and... Don't forget, we love y'all play cousins. Bye.